Today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, Honolulu's street crossing rule goes into effect, and it's possible it's going to save a few stupid people. We'll find out what you think about it later in the show. Also in the news, it appears some airport officials in Stockton have lost their maps. Or maybe their sense of direction. Gwen Duncan's here to help make you a smarter traveler at 320. Now, Gwen is just back from a river cruise. Has a bunch of do's and don'ts to make you a smarter river cruiser. At 335, we'll have a little fun and tell you about a tour company in Reno that will take you to Mustang Ranch. Uh, Tom, Mustang. surely you've heard of Mustang Ranch. Oh, yeah. Mustang Ranch. Definitely a blast from the past. Great Broadway show coming to Sacramento soon, and we have tickets to give away. It's coming up at 3.50. Not just any Broadway show, but beautiful, The Carol King Story, and it's a terrific show. It's 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Thank you for taking a little of your time to listen to The Travel Guys. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Welcome, everyone. We are the Travel Guys, Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano. We're brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations every week. Remember now, follow along with all the stuff we talk about here on the on the radio program at TravelGuysRadio.com. Good to be back in town, back in the uh, in the studio with you, Mark. An uh, amazing thing has happened. What? We're both here in the studio at the oh. same time. You thought it was going to have something to do with me picking these hairs off the microphone. <sighs> Gosh. Somebody has left part of themselves on the microphones. <laughs> yes, uh, we're both uh, in studio. Last week I was in uh, Orlando, just down the street from the uh, from Disney World and all of the wonders. You were saying hi to Mickey Mouse and I, all we, of his friends. We were, you know. Uh, we didn't get any up-close pictures with Mickey, but we did get a photograph uh, uh, with a beast uh-huh. at the uh, what is known as the... Um, be our guest restaurant, which is in the Magic Kingdom, and uh, we ate in the in the what was it called the, the the East Wing or the West Wing? If you know the Beauty and the Beast story, it's uh-huh. it's where the rose was kept, I where the see. petals yes, were where dropping. The beast, yes, they, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then so we dined there. It was it was a very nice experience. I I recommend if you're going to uh, going to Disney World and Magic Kingdom, uh, do make reservations in. Be their guest. And be their guest, huh? All right. Well, there you go. I just, I, I'm just hanging around. T- I went to Orange County this week. Big deal, huh? Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Denver tomorrow. If Hopefully it doesn't snow in Denver. <laughs> I think they're, they're talking about the possibility of some snow there. But yeah, no, I don't Why get to not? go exotic places like Orlando. Although, in a couple of weeks, I am going out. You know, they were talking, uh, Route 66 is in our theme song there. And I'm actually right. going out to do a scouting trip on Route 66 in preparation for a journey on Route 66 next year. Before we jump into the news, which yep. will be very soon, uh, the travel news, that is, uh, you have done this many times. Done scouting. I know you've done lots of trips with Sports Leisure Vacations uh-huh. on Route 66, but you have gone out and scouted 
new journeys. So, so you one know, of the, how do you do that? Well, I mean, you've been it, out scouting and now you're scouting again it's and kind of one scouting of the, a it's third time. One of the things that it, there's, I'm sure there's more than one sports leisure traveler listening to this uh, radio program. So for those who travel with the company that I represent, um, one of the things that makes us a little different as a tour company is that we rarely go into things without going there first. Right. And if even if it's someplace that we've been many times, we'll go back on occasion just to make sure to, to find new things and check out things and maybe look at a new hotel or something like that. Got it. So what I'm doing is going out uh, with Chris Galloway, because it's hard to do scouting trips by yourself. Um, it's because you're driving down the road and you're trying to, you know, find the turn and all sure, that kind of yeah. stuff. So it's good to work in a team of two. So we're, we'll cover Chicago to Oklahoma City over a course of about four days. And that means we'll be we'll be going pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, gives us a chance to just make sure that the things that we think are there are still there. And the things that we've heard about that might be there are things that we want to include. Awesome. Well, I have more questions on that subject, but we'll get to that later on. Right, right now, though... Let's get to the travel news. A lot of stuff going on. Mark, what you got for us? Well, let's see here. We talked about in the headlines about a new law in Honolulu. We talked about this a few months ago when the city council or the county council in Honolulu passed it. But uh, there is a law. It's going to cost you. If you get caught walking across the street, uh, looking at your cell phone and not paying attention to what you're doing, the police officers are going to write you a ticket. Now, you should know that in Honolulu and Waikiki, if you haven't been there before, there's a pretty good police presence there because there are a lot of people all the time and they want the tourists to be safe and the like. So there's there's a noticeable police presence. So if you think that you could walk across the street and you'll never get caught, I'm going to suggest to you that it is not the case at all because there are police officers around just checking people out and looking around and police officers on, uh, you know, segways and things of that sort. So. Uh, it's going to cost you between 15 and $35. If you get caught enough times, it'll cost you up to $99. Um, the Honolulu folks say, this is the reason we're doing this. Um, up until 2007, about 400 pedestrians a year were injured in the United States while not paying attention. Uh, after 2007, which mark, marked the year the iPhone was launched, and then a, a lot of other imitators. Mm-hmm. About 1,300 pedestrians a year are getting hurt now in, when they're not paying attention. So the guess is that the reason that's tripled is because people are not paying attention because they're looking at their cell phone. And in Honolulu, there are a lot of pedestrians because it's a very pedestrian-friendly city, and there are a lot of tourists, a lot of folks walking around. So apparently, they're going to say they're going to save a few people this way. Well, I wonder how many people are going to go to uh, Honolulu and not know about this because mm-hmm. they they didn't hear it on the travel guys or uh-huh. catch it in some sort of obscure article. Do you think perhaps uh, when they fly in, the airlines will do them a favor and say, "By the way, when you, you know. get off this plane, yeah, you ought to know this." That would be an excellent idea. Yeah. I, I, it just, just even for a couple of months or so is to tell people sure. because it is something that's going to be a little bit different and it will probably irritate people when they get a ticket. But you know what? If the police officers make a big deal of writing the tickets, you know, uh, then it, other people will see that. You know how you're driving down the street right. and you're, you're exceeding the speed limit yep. by 10 miles an hour and you see the police officers blinking light in the distance and you're like, ooh, I better ease off that a little bit there. They're, they're checking us out on this. So the same thing might, which is probably what they're hoping for. They don't want to write the tickets. They just want you to not get run over on the street. There you go. 
So, anyways, all right. Uh, new TSA rules, particularly if you are. This is domestic and international. If you're flying out of Sacramento, um, they're going to ask you now to put electronics uh, and video game consoles and stuff into a separate bin. So that's going to slow down the line a little bit. So I'm going to suggest to you that for a little while, you need to go to the airport 10 minutes earlier, especially if you're going during a busy time, early morning, Friday afternoon, something like that, uh, because it's going to take a little longer. If you have pre-check, you will not have to worry about this. So another reason to get pre-check. Also internationally, uh, they're back and forth on this whole electronics thing, being in the cabin, being in the, in the, 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 the cabin with the passengers, being in the cabin with the luggage. Uh, right now, they are they have tightened security on international inbound to the United States again. So if you are going overseas, add an extra half an hour to when you would normally go to your international airport just so that you do not miss your flight. Speaking of airports, the folks in Stockton, this is kind of humorous. Um, you've probably heard about this. The Stockton Metropolitan Airport officials are looking to add San Francisco to their name to boost their credibility so the San Francisco Chronicle reported this. They want to remain their facility, the San Francisco Stockton Regional Airport. It should be noted that Stockton is 83 miles from San Francisco. And yeah, you know, didn't I hear, and then you might have this in your news, that uh-huh. uh, the folks over at uh, the San Francisco International Airport have uh, kind of put up a little bit of a stop sign on that. So they're not necessarily going to be able to do that without uh, some approval which they'll never get yes exactly that's 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 the san francisco folks but it's just kind of kind of interesting creative i gotta hand it to them it's creative well nowadays a lot of folks that uh, work in san francisco live in the valley that's absolutely right all right a couple of other things here um last week we told folks about an incredible deal that southwest airlines was offering to california residents so this is this is not new news but it's Pretty good deal, and I think it's worthy of mentioning again. If you sign up for the Southwest credit card and you make a single purchase, you don't have to buy $1,000 or anything, you just use the card, um, you are eligible to get a companion pass. And what that means is that somebody can fly with you on the, has to be the exact same itinerary, the same flight, the same days to the same places, but they can fly for with you for only the cost of, of the taxes, of the flight segment taxes, which is $5.60 one way currently. So it is a great deal if you regularly fly with another person on the same itinerary or you're planning a vacation. If you and your wife both got this, you could both get a companion pass. You could take two kids with you. You can change the companion three times a year. It is a terrific thing for folks who frequently fly with somebody else. You fly with your wife on occasion. Oh, yes. So um, this you get the go. There's a link at TravelGuysRadio.com. Um, it got a lot of attention last week. So go there. Take a look at it. It's not for everybody. But uh, if you have room for another credit card in your wallet, this might be something, and you travel frequently with someone else, and you fly on Southwest Airlines, it's something that you should take a look at the National Park Service wants to raise entry fees at parks around the country. Um, they are getting a bigger and bigger maintenance backlog and getting no money from the government to help. So they're going to turn to the people who come into the parks. I know this is a tour operator because we are also a target. Um, they are going to try to raise entry fees um, by a considerable amount of money. I'm not going to run this down because it varies by park. But it could cost you as much as $70 uh, to get a vehicle into a national park for a week. The old fee was 10 
to $15. The Marriott CEO says the United States is projecting an unwelcome message overseas. He says that our advertising and the like overseas is telling people you really are not welcome here. You may need to wonder about the experience you're going to have here when you get here. Because it's going to be hard to get into the country and we're going to harass you a lot. He says that as he talks to people overseas, it's having an impact on the number of people coming here. If you are the Cleveland Browns football team and you haven't won a game all year and you didn't win today in London, your week wasn't all that exciting because your hotel got evacuated while you were in London. If you were the Cleveland Browns. So now you're 0-8 and you didn't get a good night's sleep either. A poor protester has poured red dye in uh, the most popular in Trevi Fountain in Rome. We're going to have to ask Clayton about this. He was He's over in Rome, coming home tomorrow, so maybe he got to, to see this. Somebody poured a non-damaging dye into Trevi well, Fountain. Hope, hopefully it wasn't Clayton. Uber right. News. Starwood Hotels is cutting their ties with Uber. You can no longer get Starwood points when you fly when you travel on Uber, and now Uber will let you request a ride with multiple stops on it. That and a lady who complained about limiting. She bought an unlimited bruise cruise on Princess Cruise Lines, and then they told her afterwards that she was limited to 15 drinks a day, and she's all up in arms about Can you imagine <laughs> 15 drinks a day? And she's complaining about it. Good Lord. Well, you know, when you uh, when you go to Discovery Cove in uh, Orlando, uh-huh. okay, uh, they have, you, you pay for your ticket, and uh-huh. then if you want, you can pay an extra $35, 40 uh-huh. and you can get the unlimited uh, uh, beverage and snack pack, okay? Yeah. Now, if you just get two drinks, uh-huh. 15, 20 bucks a, a drink. So, you know, you're compelled to want to have 15. I'm all seriously not in favor of those all-you-can-drink things because I've been to a lot of sporting events and the like and and parties and things where people who had the all-you-could-drink thing became the all-you-could-fall-over, vomit, (laughs) and pass-out people. But anyway, that is your travel news for today. And we are the Travel Guys, and as we mentioned at the top of the program, Gwen Duncan joins us in just about three minutes. They're going to talk about how to make a, well, she just recently went on a really cool river cruise, and we're here to make you smarter river cruisers. That's next on the Travel Guys. On the boats, on the planes, they're coming Coming far to America. Welcome, everyone. We are not uh, as many of them are coming as they used to come. Yeah, it's just why the Marriott CEO is kind of noticing that because he had he has hotel rooms, quite a few of them to fill every night, and so he's kind of concerned if the number of people starts to drop off, or if the message is not, you know, come to the United States, then then stay in my hotels. Why then he's he's got a little bit of a concern there. And there you I, go. You can certainly see why he would be concerned about that. Probably Mr. Sheraton probably feels the same. Same way. I don't think there is a Mr. Sheraton, though. I don't think so. I don't think there's a Mr. Marriott anymore, either. <laughs> we are the Travel Guys, Mark and Tom, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. And welcome to the Travel Guys, Gwen. It's been a while. Uh, now, uh, you are out on a on a river cruise. Tell us, uh, first of all, uh, what particular river cruise did you take this time around, and, and, and how long were you out there for? Actually, this one was a special sailing, but we were on the scenic uh, river boats, and that's... Um, a part of a um, a company that has their scenic and emerald. Emerald is a like a regular uh, trip. The scenic one is all in Europe, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good thinking. Um, the scenic one is all suites, all butler, 
And so uh, my husband and I were able to find out just what that in you know all sweets and all butler and you said you didn't you didn't necessarily the butler thing didn't necessarily work for you all sweets and all butler so what's it all what's it all well i tell you um i've got clients who really have to have that butler you know but for me it's a little bit pretentious but i wanted to see what it was about now wait a minute is that is it is a butler the same as a cabin steward no 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 they do have a separate one well, this guy carries a phone around, and you can call him and ask him for anything. If you want a drink brought to your cabin, if you want him to make oh, reservations for I you. Oh, I see. So it's more of a private. Yeah. He, he probably private only has a half here. a dozen cabins, whereas that's, that's the cabin right. steward probably has 40 cabins. That's right. But they will also unpack and pack your luggage. I'm not interested okay, in that. what line was this again now? It was Scenic River Cruises. It was a beautiful ship. Pack and unpack your luggage. Does, yeah. Do all those people cost you a lot more money? I mean, yes. you probably went on some kind of travel agent oh, deal. Oh, sure. Yeah. We were given an opportunity. You, were mooching, you know. Yeah, yeah. We were given an opportunity to learn about the product. Yeah. And it was, uh, they were very generous to us, and it was really nice. I would say it's not for everybody because it is, um, uh, it is more expensive. The cabins are a nice size. The food was wonderful. But you kind of, looking at your notes here, it's kind of, you say it's more expensive, but then again, going back to that old travel adage of you kind of get what you pay for when you travel, that there's a lot more included exactly in these things. And, and river cruising in Europe has become enormous, enormously popular in the last half dozen years. But now in the United States, we're seeing more ships being built That's right. Um, for our rivers and of course, people in Europe are already familiar with this type of, of travel. Oh, yeah. so they're it's growing, possible. they're growing, growing. I mean, Viking one year built 12 ships. So that gives you an idea how fast the market's building. Wow. But the Scenic had it, uh, it, they included all the beverages and it was top shelf. So, what do you like most about river cruising? And I, I think a lot of things that apply in Europe w- will apply in the United States also, will yes, apply domestically. Yes, yes. Uh, the river boats, uh, whether they're domestic or international, follow along a commerce route where they used to just do deliveries and transport um, um, mer- uh, merchandise. Commerce, commerce, yeah. mm-hmm. So they, end, they, they, they dock right in the middle of a town. So you just walk out and you can go to markets. So you're like in the stuff. city center all yeah, the time. Yeah, the city center nearly every time. Nuremberg's the only one I As can think of. As opposed to a cruise ship, in many cases, you know, like in Seattle now, there's a new cruise ship dock. So when they have more than one ship in town and you weren't the first guy in line, you're a couple miles from downtown. And that's not and and, and those damn tenders where you've got to maneuver yourself into a little boat that only runs every 15 or 20 minutes and then get to shore and then do the same thing, which kind of restricts your your movement quite a bit. Yeah. One thing that's unique about riverboats that I think everybody ought to know, and it was a surprise to me when I very first took my long trip. I went Budapest to Amsterdam. It was 17 days. And when you go to dock on your different uh, the different ports, um, if you're not the first one there, then you tether alongside of another one. You have to walk through another boat to get to the land. Ah. And they'll do it as many as three. So you're walking through three different brands before if you're the last one to the port. So if a lot of people aren't really sure about that, so you get a balcony. And you wake up in the morning and you've got your windows open. Right next to you is another balcony with somebody who can look right into your cabin. So in an, on another boat. Yes, on That's another crazy. boat. 
And so there's a lot oh. of different, yeah, it's kind of interesting. How cool. So when you wake up in the morning and open the window, make sure you take a look around. That's you might right. see something you're not supposed yeah. to see. Yeah, and uh, so that's that's something that's really kind so of unique So what are all different. these things? You said there's some things that are included that are not normally, you know, we were talking about the value there. Yeah. So you get on a cruise ship and you're going to pay for a bottle of water. You're going to pay, I mean, there's, there's nothing is really free on an ocean-going cruise ship. That's right. Except maybe the entertainment or something well, like that. Well, the river boats, the things that, uh, they are more expensive, but a lot of people have to understand. It does include um, your porterage. They 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 handled your luggage. They they include the food. The the alcohol most generally is at least um, lunch and dinner. Some of them is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can have your mimosas and stuff like that. And then some of them, like the scenic, you could have a drink at three in the morning. You could have it before you had breakfast or anything like that. Do you get a balcony? All your tours. Do you get a balcony instead of a cabin? A cabin with is it worth? Is a balcony on a river going cruise worth? The money, I'd say, depend on the itinerary, um, and for me, uh, and balcony. There's a question mark for balcony because some of them they call them veranda or balconies. And it's a French balcony. It's only about uh, six inches or eighteen full, inches yeah, deep. Exactly. And then they have the ones that have the full chairs. So this is where having a travel agent, yes, or tra- someone who has. And, and I was teasing you earlier about mooching, but the reality is that by going out and being not only are you on one ship, but you get a chance. To walk across other ships yes. and see other ones along the way. So then you have that knowledge. So somebody can come in and ask you, Gwen, and say, you know, here's the deal. And you can say, well, you know, I've been on this ship and I've been on this ship and here's some of the advantages and here's some of the disadvantages. So it sounds like me for a river cruising to get somebody who has been on river cruises before, especially if you're a rookie, is something that really would be a great advantage. I think it's real important also because you can get a chance to see what the regular clientele are like for that particular brand. And you get to know the passengers so you can identify what's the best ship. So or wait best a minute, on different there. types of cruise line. Well, I guess that works because ocean going cruises, Holland America tends to have a more mature yes. audience. Carnival tends to have a younger crowd. Um, so different brands are known for different, you know, Disney's going to have more families. Um, so that's, I guess that's very understandable that river cruises would be the same way. Oh, it's a wonderful experience too. And you can take families and the, the lounges are like oversized living Have you rooms. done a domestic river cruise recently? Yes. You have? And we're, yes. Uh, uh, Columbia River. Okay. I did, did you, the Columbia River and we did it on, a, on the, um, American Empress. Uh-huh. And it was wonderful. It's decorated in 1800s type stuff. Right. And the, it was wonderful. Well, it's it wonderful. your vacations. We have a truckload of people that are going to go on a, a Christmas markets cruise oh, next God. year. And it's so popular that if you don't sign up for it a year in advance, then getting the cabin you want or anything is pretty much out of the question. Even getting on the boat within six weeks of six months of departure. That's is right. Difficult. Those are wonderful. Your group is going to have a wonderful time. Gwen Duncan, thank one. you. One last comment, one last thought here. Something you liked or didn't like about river cruising that really comes well, to mind? Well, one thing I think is really important, and when you're getting your air to go on at one, try to get the air through the cruise line so that you can have a cohesive thing and you can get the transfers and everything. Because if you go independently, I've had clients call me and they'll say, where's my boat? I have to call the headquarters and find out they docked it someplace else and they don't have the communication near as well. So you want to know. So even if it might cost you a few dollars more, take the transfers and and be part of those folks because you're in another country and you you don't want to necessarily be that independent. And you can deviate. You can go earlier and stay longer. Wow. Amazing. That's a, uh, that's a lot of information. It is, it is. I tell you, river cruising, uh, and, and you're, you guys are around it. I, I guess this is the hot ticket right yes. now. It is, it is. From a river after the news, we're going to Mustang Ranch. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, all right. Almost every guy in, that's lived in Northern California all their life has a Mustang Ranch story. I told a few friends of mine about this interview, and I, I can just, I know they're dialed in. We are the Travel Guys. Keep it here on KFBK. More to come. Welcome. We are the Travel Guys. Every Sunday from 3 to 4, follow along at TravelGuysRadio.com. Mark? From, from, I, I, I turn my microphone yeah. on here. will always help. I have one comment. They said uh, uh, just the first half of the something, if they're, we're on the second half now of the show. What? I don't know. It's just something about the. I'm just babbling. Oh, well, you on the on the song? Yeah, on the song. Yeah, first the song. half of the journey. First this part is the of second the journey. Half of the this journey. is the second half of the travel, guys. So we <laughs> probably should use that in the front. It's just a little thing. It's just kind of a thing that I don't know why I am this way today. You I are just this way. am Man. a little bit strange. Um, and speaking of strange, no, I don't know if this is strange. Uh, I've been going to do this for. Uh, I don't know. This is laid on in my my teaser pile for six months or a year. There is a fellow tour operator in Reno Mm -hmm. who runs uh, some interesting trips around Reno, and she'll probably tell us about a couple of those. But the one that I think is the most interesting is a tour out to Mustang Ranch. We have... Yes, you're going to say oh, no, something. No, I didn't. Let's get to it. I want I, to hear about you, this. This you is have very a, well, unique. Wait, before we get started, do you have a Mustang Ranch story that you want to share? Or? No, not really. No. You know, it's just it's not in my wheelhouse. I I've see. talked to uh, to folks that have. Uh, I, uh-huh. My father-in-law used to live in Carson City. I have. Well, and, yeah. um, so you know, anyway. I have one that involves an old international bread truck from you know probably at least forty years ago. But that's <laughs> would take all of the time from our guests. But anyway, we have Patty from Patty's Tours in Reno. Hi, Patty. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the Travel Guys. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. And Tom Romano is sitting here next to me. He's the guy without the uh, Mustang Ranch story. or he's Either that or he's refusing to tell it with the possibility his wife <laughs> might be listening. Patty, Thanks for joining us, Patty. Patty, you, you, you take folks out to Mustang Ranch. Tell me what a, a tour of Mustang Ranch encompasses because Gwen Duncan is is curious as all get out yes, about whether want... it includes the services or it's just you know an overview or yeah, what we want details Patty details um actually it's our most popular tour we take quite a few groups out there because it is so interesting and we have a great opportunity to take people behind the doors and tell them all about um about uh the ranch and and what it's all about but i think the most important or the most interesting portion of this is the history and it's such crazy history you can't make this up yeah. it's just insane it's, it's all the story of joe conforte and all the i mean it's 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 like, it, it reads like a movie. It it does, and it did. There is actually a movie done on it. Um, it was started with, uh, the Mustang Ranch was started with Joe Conforti and his wife, Sally Burgess. And Joe, uh, if when you talk to people that we work with here and have been in the um, area for a long time, they remember Joe Conforti and what a character he was in the Reno area. He would visit the different um, banks and restaurants and clubs in his uh, big hat, big long coat, two beautiful women by by his side. He would um, always come in looking like that. So they know of Joe Conforti. So him and his wife, um, they opened up the Mustang Ranch back in 67. Um, and they ran the ranch. She's very profitable. Um, and Joe decided to bring in a boxer um, to help promote the area. And he would do, you know, boxing matches. 
is and bring people in. Well, Sally fell in love with the boxer. Uh oh. Joe didn't like it and had him killed. Oh. Actually, from the very tower that we visit while we're out there at the ranch. Wow, scandal. Um, so I had him killed. And um, now, I would have you know, women thing. are vengeful. You've got to be careful. Um, <laughs> so Sally pretty much ran the brothel. She ran the business side of it. She also oh, wait, wait. Mustang yeah. Ranch is a brothel? It is what? a brothel. Oh, how extra scandalous. I didn't know. No, I'm just I'm only teasing. I'm only, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, Patty. I just had to jump in. Okay. So um, anyway, so Sally ran, pretty much ran the books as well. She had two sets of books, one for the government, one for the brothel. (laughs) And um, what she decided to do was to turn in the real books to the government. I, I, ooh, ooh. That's... So they uh, found, they've been looking for a way to get to Conforti for quite a while. Tax Um, evasion. They found it. Um, and they pressed charges. Well, Conforti flew to Bolivia, still there to this day, and um, Sally stayed and and took uh, a couple of years for it, um, but then the, they had to obviously close the brothel, and now it's owned by the government or the Bureau of Land Management. So for six months, the BLM ran this brothel. Wow. And then they realized, okay, you know what, we cannot. Well, well listen, brothel. listen, that the government's been screwing people forever, so <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to. <laughs> All different kinds. Yeah, you know, I, that was too obvious. I had to. I, okay, so listen, uh, yeah. great history. Uh, Patty, when folks go out to the, when you take folks out to the ranch, <laughs> sure. what happens? Sure. So we drive up in our big bus. Usually we got a full load of people. Uh huh. Um, and all some of them in. probably male and some of them probably female. We've had both. You know, uh, when I first started going out there, it was the women. We had um, 100% women. Yep. All 50 and above. Because Tom, you don't, you, you wouldn't think this, but ladies and brothels, they're very curious about what it looks like. Because they've never been in one, and they, 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 so there's a, there's a huge, we take people to the Big Four in Ely mm-hmm. every once in a while before it opens in the afternoon when we're on, on tour there. But anyway, I'm sorry, Patty, I interrupted again. Go ahead. That's okay. So what we do is we drive in, I make, uh, you know, I connect with my contact there. She's wonderful. I love working with her. Um, and then she, we go ahead and offload everyone. We go into the Mustang Ranch main area, which is the bar and the beautiful dance dancing pole that's there. Um, and then she separates us in groups of 10 to 12. Right. And then each one of the group is assigned two ladies um, that do work there and are dressed in their working clothes, if I can open that up. Um, <laughs> Why not? Then they take them on a 45-minute tour from the very beginning of where they will take on the gentleman, where they'll meet the gentleman, and the different steps that they do with that gentleman. Um, uh, through the process, and they show them all the different um, bedrooms mm-hmm. and um, areas, and um, sort of so a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it is, I have to ask. It's all legit. I, I, I know our audience is uh, looking for this answer. Uh-huh. I, you know, a lot of times when you go on tours, there are samples. <laughs> Is there, um, are you any of your travelers sampling? I am or are so they just sorry, like, Patty. Patty. It's okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We've never left anyone there, so they always come home with us. Okay. Um, and um, they can sample, I guess, but what they tend to walk away with is their own personal menu. Yes, yes, of, of, of the services that are available at mm-hmm. the at the brothel if you were to yeah. go there as a customer and not as a 
as tour. A, as a tour. Um, yeah. Patty, we're, we've, we've only got a couple Inactive more minutes tour. here. Um, we're, we've had a lot of fun with the Mustang thing. Um, and there is a link to Patty's tours at TravelGuysRadio.com. Patty, you have some other great ways for folks to see Reno and stuff like that. Briefly tell us a little bit about those. Sure. Well, we are in the Reno-Tahoe area, so we like to go up to Tahoe. We're going to be doing a Thanksgiving Day tour, and those are for folks that, you know, don't have family at home and don't want to sit home alone with their cat. So we have a Thanksgiving tour up at the Ridge Tahoe. We have a jazz for the holidays, which is so much fun. It's the Reno Jazz Festival with Pat Esther, who is truly uh, one of the best soul singers here in our area. Um, And then we have the El Dorado Christmas tour that's happening. Patty, I really, really thank you for um, coming on and letting us have a little bit of fun, uh, somewhat at your expense. Um, but um, if you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, there is a link not only to the Mustang Ranch. There might be somebody listening to this radio station that didn't know what Mustang's ranch Ranch's past history is. It is about 15 miles outside of Reno. It's a legal brothel. It's back open now. Um, and so if you're going up to Reno or if you happen to be listening to the Travel Guys from Reno, that could happen, um, or in the Truckee area or something like that, and you're looking for some things to do, Patty has some wonderful ideas. You can go to TravelGuysRadio.com, and there is a link to her website. And thank you, Patty, for coming along. And if there's ever anything going on in Reno we should know about, remember you where the Travel Guys are. All right. Thank you, Mark. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Wow, that was fascinating. You, Thank you, you Patty. You a little was, bit speechless there. Yeah, right? that, was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Luis is over in the other room there. He's, he looked like he was enjoying the whole thing. Yeah. So he was. Ta- he's taking notes. Looked like he was on his third page there about the time that she got done. But uh, anyways. Well, fascinating. We, we have one more segment here to go on the Travel Guys, and we have a couple tickets to a Broadway show that is coming to town, Tom. Right, I've been seeing the ads on TV. Uh, you you talked, uh, you saw this in San Francisco. I saw it in San Francisco. I saw it in New York. It's a if if you like Jersey Boys, mm-hmm. you're going to love this show because it's that kind of same kind of music. And the uh, gal that uh, plays the Carol King role, is there any chance it's the same uh, person that you saw on the uh, oh, San Francisco tour, or do you know? I don't know who it is, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't look that up, so I, but I apologize. You have, for you not. have some tickets to give away. I have two tickets, and oh uh, so if you will just listen up when we come back here on the Travel Guys, we've got a few odds and ends, and one of them is to give away a couple tickets to Beautiful at the uh, Community Center coming up in the next couple weeks, right here on the Travel Guys. You got to get up every morning. With a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. Then people gonna treat you better. You're gonna find, yes you will, that you're beautiful as you think. Carol King, beautiful. We are the Travel Guys on KFBK. She is coming to town, not Carol you- King, but... Beautiful. That's true. Did they, uh, when you saw the the beautiful uh, uh-huh. in San Francisco, uh, did they cover uh, the early days of Carol King oh, prior yeah. to the Tapestry oh, album yes. and yes, taking yes. it all the way back to when she was just a songwriter in the '60s when she was writing? When she wrote dozens of those songs that, if you're listening to the '60s on Six on Sirius, why yeah. then you're hearing Carol King's stuff all the time, not necessarily always under her name. So you right. wouldn't, even if you had the record in front of you, uh, or the album cover, you wouldn't necessarily know. But it's a lot of, of wonderful 60s music, and then, of course, she became a, a, a star in her own right 
in the 70s. So what we need to do is give away these tickets here. So let's take the fourth caller at 921-1530 or 800-834-1530. The fourth caller, Gwen, you cannot win. Um, 921-1530, 800-834-1530. The fourth caller, you have to be able to answer a Carol King trivia question to win. So you might only want to call if you know a little bit about Carol King, 921-1530 or 800-834-1530, and we'll take our phone caller here in just a moment. It's a couple of tickets to see beautiful, and oh, man, I forgot what you day there for. How awful is that? It's running oh, no. for two weeks. Yeah. So, well, you're just going to have to, It's it's and these tickets are compliments of our friends at Public Radio in town. Very nice of uh, Lisa Cooper to offer me a couple tickets, so I promised her that I would give a, a nice plug for public radio and give them away. So right now we're looking for the fourth caller at 921-1530 or 834, uh, 800-834-1530. Thomas. Yes. Um, our friend Chris Elliott, who I think will join us on the radio next week, um, had a great little thing he sent out this morning. I shared it with you. Yes, this is wonderful. You're, you're going to love this, uh, my <laughs> listener friend. This is kind of cool. Um, uh, this is Chris's email story he sent out this morning. Sometimes your own children could teach you a valuable life lesson. That's what happened yesterday when my middle son, Aiden, submitted... Aiden. Yes, Aiden, that's right. Submitted his recipe for the annual Yavapai Hills Chili Cook-Off in Prescott, Arizona. It's hard enough for a 12-year-old boy to compete against cooks with seven decades of experience. But this is Arizona, where chili is something close to a religion. A few of the recipes were more than a century old, tried and true prize winners, and they were really good. Aiden had his own personal hurdles to overcome, too. Our kitchen is being remodeled, so he had to repair the dish on a camping stove. Also, he didn't really have his own recipe. But Aiden desperately wanted to compete. When he found out about the cook-off, he immediately added his name to the sign-up sheet at the neighborhood clubhouse. Then he set to work developing his own recipe, adjusting the ingredients over many weeks until it was delicious. His secret ingredient was... Uh, the... you, you're going you're gonna to give a secret ingredient on the radio. Oh, go ahead. His secret ingredient was lemon juice. Last night... No longer secret. All of his hard work paid off. Aiden was the shocking third-place winner in the cook-off in a very crowded and competitive field. He says it's the highlight of his life so far. He's 12. I'm so proud of him, but I've also learned something about the importance of staying on mission even when the goal doesn't seem reachable. Success is hard. Sometimes you have to stick with it even when the winning seems impossible. Aiden is often criticized for his stubbornness, but that can be a good quality. In consumer advocacy, it's referred to as persistence, and it can definitely pay off. When I think of the many times consumers just give up when they hear a no from a company, I lose count. It happens every day. I wish I could lend them Iden for a few hours. That is so cool. Chris Elliott is uh, not only a regular guest on the program, but he is a man who runs the uh, travel column in the Sacramento Bees mm -hmm. non-existent travel section now every Sunday. It's kind of like part of a page or something like that. It's a little hard to find. It's usually Chris and something else. Okay. Um, we have somebody for the Carol King contest here. Uh, looks like Linda on the phone with us. You there, Linda? Yes, I am. Now, okay. This isn't Linda Ronstadt who covered some of Carol King's songs on a particular album. You are as goofy as I am today. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Linda. We have a really... First of all, Linda, let me ask you. I, I would like to get your opinion on the new law in Honolulu about not being, you know, if you get use your phone walking across the street, that you're going to get a ticket. Do you Are, are you a Hawaiian traveler? Yes. Okay. 
So what do you think about this uh, new law? You think it's a good idea, or is it going to help people, or is it just craziness? Well, I think people aren't paying attention when they're walking around looking at their phone. They're liable to get hit. Yeah. So uh, uh, if, if would, would you... But I don't know that we have to have a law for everything. Ah, <laughs> you see there? That's, that, that's where I'm coming from here, is that... It's, do we protect? Do we have a law to protect people from themselves, or do we just scrape them off the bumper? <laughs> you know, I mean, well, I mean, it's 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 kind of one or the other, and it kind of sounds to me like probably some of the some of the police officers in Honolulu are tired of watching them scrape people off the bumper, so they're going to try something different. We will have an update on this after they've done it for a couple of months. I think uh, I think I should be assigned to go oh, to I knew Honolulu. That. I knew this was coming. On the on the company dime and uh, do some research on this, Mark. I, I will, knew this was coming. I'll be booking after the show. All right, Linda, here's your chance to win two tickets to see Beautiful on an undetermined date. How's your calendar okay. for for the coming couple of weeks? Oh, well, we'll see if I win the ticket. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. So um, here's the deal, Linda. Tom Tom had a trivia question that was way too hard, so we're going to go with Mark's trivia question. Can you okay. get, name two Carol King top 100 hits? Oh, and I used to listen to her, too. This is terrible, but I don't... Um, Got to name hmm. two of her songs that became very popular. Two of her songs that became very popular. Two, yeah, two. That would be one more than just one. You would need to come up with two. <laughs> yeah, we, we we played one at the uh, the top of the uh, the, the segment, the segment yeah. here. It's a two. She was singing the name of the song. Yeah. Usually this doesn't happen. We thought it would be an easier question. Can you think I of know. two? I, I was hoping you were going to ask me more like. Uh, albums. <laughs> oh well, I just tapestry. Oh, very good. You just—it's a couple of songs off of the album there, and you'd be in business. All right, we're gonna have to gonna have to move on. All right, we're gonna have to say goodbye to Linda. And this happens sometimes when you have live radio. And let's go to. Fortunately, Luis has a backup contestant for us. It's Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, welcome to the Travel Guys, Barbara. So what do you think about the law in Honolulu about uh, getting a ticket for walking across the street and using your phone? Distracted walking can be as dangerous as distracted driving. It's sad that we have to regulate people's common sense. I agree with you, but at the same time, we have to sometimes regulate common sense with new technology. And until we get used to having our technology and not treating it like a Christmas toy every day, I think we may have to regulate it. Well said, yes. Barbara. Okay, that's, 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 that, that straddled the fence quite, quite well there. All right, Thank Barbara. You. Thank uh, you very much. All right. Uh, now, uh, same question to you, my dear. Can you, uh, can you give us a, a couple of top uh, 100, uh, which pretty much would be anything that Carol King recorded, Yeah. Uh, a couple of tunes. Can you give me a couple of names? I feel the earth move under my feet. And tapestry, a red and royal hue. There you go. Okay. Look at that. Well, and we had Linda had one song, and we yeah. Well, anyway. Okay, Barbara. What we're going to do is put you back on hold. Luis is going to make sure that we have the information to contact you, and then we are going to get you those tickets to Beautiful, and enjoy the show. It is. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, if you're out there listening, it is really one of the best musicals. If you are a child of the 
60s and 70s and 80s on any level. You're really going to enjoy this. Her Carol King's story is not as interesting as the Jersey Boys. She didn't owe Hitman in New Jersey <laughs> half a million dollars at any point in time. But she it's a really, really great story, and she's a really great person. And it's it's just it's a wonderful show. It is a musical that you will find yourself tapping and you'll be singing the songs for days afterwards, which to me, that's the call. If you walk out of the theater and you're humming one of the songs, and there's no way that it doesn't happen with this show. So go see it. It's beautiful in Sacramento, and there are tickets available. And in fact, if you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, there's a link to where you can get tickets. I wanted to mention one more thing here, Tom, before we took off today. Um, do you have an American Express card? I do. Did Gwen, do you have an American Amex card? Okay. Most, most people do. There's about 96 different brands of... American Express cards now. Some of them are connected to hotels and different things. Yeah, mine's linked to uh, to Starwoods. Okay, so there you go. Um, on the bottom, if you go to the to if you log on to American Express's website, and then you and you log into your account, and you go to scroll down mm -hmm. to where there are special offers from American Express, right? And you will find anywhere from five to fifty special offers there which will pertain to your card now your offers may not be the same as someone else's offers but some of these will be for example um you may get extra points um here's one spend 175 dollars or more at hampton and hilton garden inn get 35 dollars back so if you've got a hotel room for more than 175 dollars you can get 35 dollars off of it here's uh, comfort inn and suites 150 dollars or more get 30 dollars back uh, MGM Resorts, spend $500, get 7,500 extra membership points. Um, there's a whole strew of these. Some of them are restaurants. Uh, here's a Staples, Expedia. Uh, here's another Hilton offer. Here's a steamboat, uh, steamboating offer uh, for Gwen. All kinds of stuff here. Everybody who has an American Express card has this. Um, the offers are different depending on the card, depending on how much you spend, etc. They're all customized, but go just go to American Express website and make sure you scroll down and you will see all the special offers that pertain to your card. And you may find, I found one the other day for Whole Foods, $20 off if you spent 50 bucks. So there you That's go. That's awesome. I'm like, I'll... Something to do this afternoon. Something to check out. Well, so, I'm glad I listened to the travel guys, you know, hey, constantly the, learning the things. The spring training baseball schedule is coming out. I saw that, and I immediately thought of you. Mike. Yes, well, um, go Astros, um, because we have uh, still a few more games in this season. Next week, we are going to take people to a place called the House on the Rock, which is in Wisconsin. It's one of the most interesting tourist attractions in the country. If you enjoy the Winchester Mystery House, you'll like the House on the Rock. That'll be next week on The Travel Guys. Remember, dance like nobody's watching. All right, my friends, don't forget now, visit TravelGuysRadio.com whenever you like. Keep up to date with us, okay? We'll see you next week. Same time, same place.